Weekly Sauce, episode 53. Um, who do we have yep. on last week? 52 with John McDessey. John McDessey, what a beauty. Uh, we potentially set up a fight between uh, Nazrat and uh, Hakbaras and John McDessey. We don't know yet. We're getting DM. Yeah. We're getting DMs from Nazrat because of the because of the, <laughs> the video that we posted. Very inconspicuous. He ignored our message, but we'll get him on. We'll we'll get him to talk. Uh, but hopefully that fight happens. Two guys that train out of Montreal uh, in the UFC. Uh, hopefully that fight happens. That'll be a great fight. Uh, but as usual, this this episode is brought to you by Mike's PBQ Rub. Visit Mike's PBQ Rub, MTL.com, and use Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off the entire site. And exclusively for this episode, it's also brought to you by Hot Streak. Now, if you're a listener of Weekly Sauce, if you're a listener of Hot Sauce Sports, you follow us, you like us everywhere. On Hot Streak, you go to Hot Streak on the, on, on the App Store. You download the app specifically for the NBA. Use the promo code Hot Sauce. They'll double your initial deposit. What that means is if you deposit 50 bucks, they'll give you a $50 bonus. Now, how this app works is unbelievable because this is the first time for the Weekly Sauce listeners we're talking about it. And it's you bet. I just actually lost five bucks. You bet five bucks, five to ten dollars on any combination of two or three players that are playing at the moment every 180 seconds. Example, I just made a bet that Trey Young and Ben Simmons were going to get. Uh, over zero and a half points in the next three minutes. They both fucked me and they didn't get any of that. So I lost five bucks because of that. And you never bet on Simmons, man. Never bet on Simmons. I learned that and we're going to talk to him. <laughs> and our guest today, Chris Brown, knows all too well that you never bet on Simmons. Chris Brown, Chris Brown from Sports Talk with Chris. How's it going, buddy? Oh, man, it's going great. Glad to be here. You know, quick shots at my guy, Ben. I'm going to defend him this time. I'm going to defend him this time. But, man, I'm just glad to be here. Glad to talk sports. You know, it's always a pleasure. It's, uh, yeah, Ben's, Ben's been playing great, man. I mean, it's, uh, he's, I have nothing to hate on with Ben. Like, everybody says he has no shot, no shot. But he's been playing really well. Even the nights that he doesn't play well, man, he's dishing it out. And I, I'm a fan. I'm a Ben fan of these playoffs. And I think that most Sixers fans and most basketball fans are. I mean, you, you have to be. With him, he has a specific role. He's the guy that's getting our shooters open. Because Tobias and Joel Embiid, they have tunnel vision. Their one job is to score and not get everybody involved. That's been Simmons' job. And when he decides to put his head down and go to the basket, he can't be stopped. Everybody says Rudy Gobert is the best defensive center in the league, and he gave him 42 with no jumper. The only criti- uh, criticism I have with Ben right now is the free throw sh- uh, shooting. He has to shoot at least 65 70%. I mean, you can work on it. I don't care about a three-pointer. That's irrelevant to me. If you're going to shoot anything, shoot an elbow jumper, 15, you know, 18-foot jump shot. But right now, he's playing amazing. He's playing great defense on Dre Young, getting everybody involved. I-, I just love to see it. Overall, great game. The narrative about the Sixers was that Embiid and Simmons, like, individually are great. Together, they're not. And right now, they're proving a lot of people wrong. It, it comes with Doc Rivers, you know, our old coach, Brett Brown, you know. I don't, I thank him for coaching the terrible team we had during that trusted process when we were trying to lose. But when he got the stars, you know, he didn't coach them right. He didn't coach them right. We never made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. He never put our players in the best position for them to succeed. That's why we see Joel B averaging 28-10, and 10, having his best year, and Tobias Harris having his best year, and Seth Curry being great. He empowers all our players, and he puts them in the best spot for them to succeed, and our old coach didn't do that. That's why we're the number one seed in the East. That's why we played amazing this year, because Doc, except for game one, has been a great coach. <laughs> <laughs> See the th- Sorry, the off. thing with uh, yeah the thing with Ben Simmons is I think people have way too high expectations of him when he came into the league. He 
they thought he was gonna he was gonna be like the next big point guards, and it just turned out that way. But he's pretty good defensively, and he's been showing you know he's been a great player this year and in the playoffs. So let's see if he continues and if he can improve. Obviously, if he had a little bit more, you know, a little bit better on three points, it would help a lot because obviously more players would, you know, would try to block him in the right you know, on offense. But Ben Simmons so much so far, so good. We'll, we'll see if he continues. Well, that's the, that's the thing with Ben is that, like, I'm, I'm actually tired. I mean, I'm, I'm not even a Sixers fan. I'm far from it. And I'm actually tired of the narrative like he doesn't have a good shot because the guy's been playing good, man. Like, the guy just, he's been playing. He's a fucking, he's an all-star, man. He's one of the best players in the league. And I think everybody knew that. But everybody always has to find a reason to hate on somebody. And we found it with Ben. And no, there was the year, there was the games where he choked when he was a little younger. But now it seems like he's fully matured his game. He's established what his game is. People haven't had been able to to match up against him that well, and the fact that he has Embiid that he can dish it to down the post, and like you said, Joel Embiid does not get half the amount of credit that he deserves for being for how he is on defense. Yeah, I mean, like I look at those two guys, and I laughed when the narrative came that they couldn't play together, but it's so simple. Your best two guys are 6'10 and taller, can defend, can run an easy pick and roll that can dominate. And I saw that this year work when Joel Embiid posts up. You have him post up a one block. Joel Embiid, I mean, uh, Ben Simmons on the opposite block and shooters around them. That's a, that's hard to stop if you're a defense. That's very hard to stop. So I'm excited to see what these two guys do in the future because they're both under 27 years old. Yeah. And Doc Rivers has a five-year contract, so I believe we have – Honestly, I think we can still make the finals this year, but we got a three to five year window where I think these two guys are going to blossom together, and I think it's going to scare the league. I, I think the Sixers are a good matchup against the Nets, and I mean, we're, I'm looking at the Nets now. Mm-hmm. Even as a Giannis fan, I'm looking at the Nets, and after what they did to the Bucks last night, I'm like, forget it. I, like, there's no way the Bucks can bounce Oof. back from that. They might get a win, maybe two, but I don't think that they have any amount of firepower to match up with the Nets. So we've experienced last week uh, the elimination of the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard for me, okay, because I, 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 I like the Lakers. Like, like, I, like, look, I'm not a diehard Lakers fan, but I like the Lakers. Like, the thing everyone's saying is, you know, LeBron's not doing the effort. But co- correct me if I'm wrong, but when was the last time a 36-year-old guy was expected to lead his team that much he's he even came out and said earlier right before the playoffs there's no way i'm going back to 100 percent to old lebron james after my injuries and the media and the in the fans just start chirping and be like he's he's not giving enough effort but reality is he's not the old lebron james anymore he's a new lebron james who's not going to be the primary, you know, scorer. Like the one who were really needed during that series for me is Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis was injured, and I believe that's part of the reason why the Lakers lost. Oh, definitely. What do you guys think? I mean, for me, I can't say that about LeBron because pre-injury, he was the MVP candidate, probably the favorite. Before he messed up his ankle against the Hawks, he was playing like a top three guy in the league, dominated with no Anthony Davis, and he was still a top three seed. I think a high ankle sprain, you you, know, you don't come back from that that fast. A high ankle sprain, you're supposed to be out for a long time. So when he came out and said the comments, I won't be 100%, he cleared that up on his own show saying, 
once you play your first practice in NBA, you're never 100% again. But he said he'll get back to that 99.9. And like I said, before the injury, he was playing like a top three guy. And now you tell him to play 70% by himself. Next year, I fully expect LeBron to be an uh, MVP don't matter. But when I say MVP type season, I think he's going to dominate the league uh, next year. He was dominating it before the injury. So now you're telling him he has a full offseason to get healthy. And Anthony Davis, a full offseason to get healthy. They're going to take the league by storm next year. Well, if he's not too too focused on um, Space Jam, I mean, and the Goon Squad, I mean, he he's been focusing on that stuff when he was with Cleveland and Miami, and it still didn't stop him from going eight straight, nine straight finals. Oh, for sure. I think yeah. it's I think it's just getting blown up right now because he's in L.A. and everybody wants him to be. You know, LeBron, there's nobody that had the expectations of LeBron. You're eight, he came in at 18, and they told that man, if you're not an all-time great, if you don't do this, that, and that, your career is a bust. He exceeded every single expectations, and yet they still say, oh, you don't do this, you don't do that, you don't do that. Well, who has checks all those boxes? Because some of the boxes they give for LeBron, other superstar great players haven't checked yet. And so I feel like LeBron, they're holding him to a pedestal nobody else has been held to. And they're not taking they're taking this uh, greatness for granted, in my opinion. Oh, I What's agree, man. Be- Sorry, Alex, go on. I'll get you. I'll yeah. get to you my anti-LeBron <laughs> rant after. What's Yeah, I just want to qu- quickly. Uh, what's going to be important for Lakers this year, uh, this offseason, I mean, is get a great point guard. I think that's what they're really missing. Mm-hmm. I don't – Dennis Schroeder, as much as I like him, but I he him. just – he <laughs> – He's not your uh, starting caliber point guard to win a championship. He's more, he's more of a your luxury bench player, your, your sixth man, and I don't think the Lakers have that point guard uh, to lead them to the championship. So I think they need a point guard to get that to a level. Oh, Shorter was Shorter was a great acquisition though. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was yeah. a, it was a solid acquisition. I forgot what the price was on him, but. It was a solid acquisition, but yeah, if you can go out and get a guy that's gonna be able to give you like point, like legit top point guard minutes, then go ahead and mm-hmm. do it because Schroeder, as good as he is, he's a secondary third, if not third option. Mm-hmm. Um, my issue with LeBron is isn't that I, I I give LeBron all the respect in the world. I still think he's the best player of all time. Like I've not, I'll never say otherwise. I just hate the the the. the begging for attention begging for respect faking the injuries not, not faking the injuries faking like fouls like flopping like the can't like he always has to make it about him he wins the championship last year i want my damn respect like everybody respects you lebron that's the, th- the thing you don't realize but like he just he's always he's like baker mayfield he wants he wants people to leave him alone but he wants people to respect him and he gets mad when people don't respect him so he's like on both sides of it you know what i mean and that's the part that about not that he's at the talented as baker mayfield i'm not comparing him i'm not comparing his athletic ability and his successes to baker mayfield i'm comparing how he is as a person he's a little bit of a baby he's very cheesy and i'm and this is a new terry tam opinion on lebron james because a year ago, I would have said LeBron James, he can do anything to me, and I don't give a fuck. He's the best. He's the nicest guy. But I look at him lately, and I just see, I see like the the desperate. Uh, I want my attention. I I deserve my damn respect. I mean, Dan, that's everybody in the league. But everybody is flopping to get calls, and then and then with the respect, you can't say everybody respects him. When guys like Skip Bayless, every single segment he oh, says is is about disrespecting LeBron. 
So, like, guys, a lot of people in the media that disrespect don't give that man his credit. I feel you, more, more people do. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not even going to say that because you go on Twitter, you search yeah, LeBron, 50, everybody's 50, hating yeah. on him. Yeah. Everybody's hating on him. And so, I, 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 I'm glad that he said, I want my respect because he deserves his respect. He does. Came in a year 18. Then I, I see people saying bubble frauds. That is the dumbest thing of all time because a lot of people that claim that the Miami Heat and the Lakers were bubble frauds, your team was in the playoffs and they lost. So if that makes them bubble frauds, what the hell was your team? Yeah, like imagine like me as a Pacers fan. I'm like, ah, they're they're fake. But if the Pacers won, I'd be like, you're fucking right, man. Yeah, that's what I I was saying. The same thing with the Sixers until (laughs) Ben Simmons messed up his knee. Like you can't call a team bubble frauds, but your team was in a bubble too and they lost. You know, yeah, that's so true. I, I just think it's it's crazy. I mean, a lot of fans, you know, sometimes they have no idea what they're talking about. They listen to guys on TV that have no idea what they're talking about, and everybody gets a misconstrued narrative. You have to you have to distinguish the difference between some of the media like around there, and like I like I'm a bit like mm-hmm. that too. Like I'll hate I'll, I'll hate a little bit too much, you know. Like we'll get like extra clicks and things like that. And I can only imagine this the level that Skip Bayless is on. Where Skip Bayless is like the only way I stay relevant is if I hate him. If everything. I talk about LeBron, yeah, anything That's LeBron does, he puts on his shoes the wrong way. I'm ripping on him. He, play, he eats a burger. He takes two bites instead of one. I'm ripping on him. Like, like that's what he is. Stephen A's is, is is the only guy in like mainstream media that I respect about his basketball opinion. No, no, no other sports. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> and then I saw something real quick about Skip. He put on Twitter. Kawhi and the Clippers game seven victory in the first round was more important than LeBron and them come back from three one in the finals. He just likes to talk I, shit. I lost it after that. I lost it. I I don't even watch that show no more because it just doesn't make no sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. I can honestly say I've never seen a full episode of Undisputed, <laughs> and I've never seen a full episode of Stephen A. and Skip Bayless. I've never seen a full episode of of uh, a first take. I don't think I, I think just I've watch seen... YouTube clips now. I yeah, just watch it, what yeah. I want to watch. I can't watch the entire show. I get frustrated. No, no, fuck that shit. I can't listen to Max Kellerman talk about basketball. Oh, man. Ice Not Kellerman is. I respect worst. him in boxing. I respect the hell out of him in boxing. I agree. But sometimes it's like, oh, I just I don't even want to talk about it because I get a headache with this. When, <laughs> wait, what was the question? Um, Max, I, for, I forgot who asked Max, Max Kellerman the question, but who would you choose to shoot the? the oh yeah, game the, on the line, Iguodala and Curry. Iguodala. I want Andre Iguodala. Listen, Iggy. I'm, Iggy I has this. Iggy. He's hit some big Iggy, shots. I got a sign Iggy autograph that he, you know, he gave to me for my birthday. I got a sign Iggy um, when he was with the Sixers. Sign Iggy jerseys. Steph Curry, a thousand and fifty percent. I want taking that shot over Iggy Dollar. He made no sense taking that man. Iggy is has taken some big shots, and he's a great player. He's like one mm-hmm. of those championship type of guys. Like if you're going to mm-hmm. make a championship run, get guys like Iggy Dollar, get guys like Rajon Rondo, like get those guys, you know. Um, but. He's not taking my last <laughs> shot if I have Steph Curry on my roster. Yeah. Steph Curry changed changed the way basketball's played. I'm a Steph hater, by the way. Full disclaimer. I want to say hate. I want to say hater because I, I've been. A, I, I like Steph when he's first coming up. I just hate how the media portray, like okay. pushes him up and doesn't give other guys like Dame and Luca their credit, who I believe are better than Steph. But that's another story. Well, I mean, listen. It's, sorry, Alex. Luca better player than Steph. He's not a better shooter than Steph is. Yeah, but I'd rather take the better player than the better uh, player. I agree. Though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not putting Steph in my top five. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but I'm saying is he changed the way basketball is played. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he definitely changed the way. Bad, for the good and bad because yeah. it's giving guys that can now shoot a better platform, but now everybody wants to come a shooter. But I don't blame Steph for that because he did his role to the best of his ability, and he's going to go down as an all-time great because of it. Absolutely. So 
is so, so 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 we heard rumors about Steph Curry joining the Lakers. Mm. Um, I want you guys to tell me: is it a pipe dream or is it actually happening? For me, I'll say pipe dream because I believe the Warriors are going to come out the West. This is my hot take: the Warriors they have their own lottery pick. They're possibly going to get the Timberwolves lottery pick. So you got two lottery picks. And a whole bunch of players like Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre, James Wiseman, and guys like that you can trade. They're, in the next two off-seasons, all the superstars are going to be available. They can get whoever that with two lottery picks, you can get any unhappy superstar. I believe. <laughs> I believe. I don't. I don't see. Point. I don't see Steph. Uh, to be honest, it could be Giannis I wanted, moving I, too. I wanted Giannis to go to the uh, Mavericks last off-season. Oh, that would have been so sick. Him, him and Luca would have killed the league. And 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 KP takes a little bit of a back roll, like a like, like a back. Oh, he got to go. That, that, he, he's making too much money to be David Bertans, like. <laughs> but but when he was healthy in a bubble, he played great. But now he's just a guy making thirty million dollars, seven foot three, that's taking seven shots a game. Man, that's a waste. He got to so, go. A funny story about Bertans is that I've been on the hot streak app. I've been playing Bertans. I've been betting on Bertans to give me a fucking rebound. <laughs> I must have bet him like ten times. I'm not even lying, and he never gets points. He never, he's a six. He's a six foot eight. Shooting guard that just stands by the three point line. He it goes down. Though. He's one of the best shooters in the game, but he can't get points. No, he damn not against a good defensive team. He's he struggles. He got to shoot it from deep. Is he that good of a de- as, as, of a shooter for real? He, oh, for, yeah. I mean, th- last year he was shooting like eight, you know, eight, nine, three pointers on 40 percent shooting clip. Like when he get tired, I seen him against the Sixers hit four back to back to back to back. He's a very good shooter, but if he's missing. He brings no value to your team. So I'm not a like I'm not no a big, defense. I'm not a big basketball guy. Like I follow basketball, but I'm not like I don't I don't know. Like David Bertans, I didn't know about him until I saw him on this app that I'm gambling mm-hmm. on. Hot Street app. Use hot sauce promo code. Don't match your bonus. Don't match your initial deposit. I might have to make some money myself. There you go. You'll probably fucking make a <laughs> killing. Um, for real. If I'm making money on it, then Chris, mm-hmm. you'll clean up guaranteed. Um, so. That's I don't know really that much about basketball, like, like those those obscure players and stuff. And when I heard that, like he reminds me of like when I heard Ken Bazemore was maxed out contract. I heard about this a couple weeks ago on our other show, and I lost my mind. Ken Bazemore was <laughs> was a max player. Yeah, I mean I don't know if he's a max player. He probably got a handsome contract, but for me he's just a very good role player. He's yeah. a very good role player, but I mean, you know. I doubt he got the max. There's no way somebody paid Ken Bays more than max because you talk about a guy that's giving you eight points and some good defense. I mean, he, he's a role player. He's a yeah. role player that, for me, on my team, he he wouldn't start. On the Sixers, he's not starting at no, all. No, yeah, I agree. But on some, on some teams, he could definitely start and be a 3-D win. Um, so, so your Sixers are playing the Hawks now. It looks like they're going to win their second game. Uh, Calling full sweep. Is Trey Young going to be able to bounce back with a full with a game, two games? What do you think? I, I see it going six. I, I personally said at the beginning of the season the Hawks were going to be a six seed. People called me crazy, but I said please look at their roster. They have everything you need. They just don't have the experience. And so when you you know Nate McMillan took over as the head coach, and they've been one of the best teams for the past couple of months because he's preaching defense. He's preaching. And executing, I mean, passing the ball, Trey Young, not just dribble, dribble, dribble. Everybody's getting involved. They got, you know, four or five guys that are six, seven and taller that can shoot threes and that can guard, you know, multiple positions. So it's going to be a tough series. Like we were just up, I think, like 23 to six, and they came back. Now they're down 10. I think it's going six. I don't see Atlanta winning. Sixers are going to capitalize. Listen, we have the, we have three of the best players on the court. Out of five, that's when, you know, every team got five. We are starting lineup is better. The only guy they got over us is Trey. Oh, Trey's fucking nasty. So, out of the East, we're, we're looking at the Sixers. Out of the West, what are we looking at? 
Ooh, I don't even know. I'm not even that co- right now. I still think Brooklyn. I still think Brooklyn is the team. Yeah, okay. Brooklyn is definitely the team to beat, but Philly, I think, has a chance to beat them or Milwaukee. Brooklyn's probably going to win that series, but out of the West, I'm stuck between the Clippers and the Suns. I said the Suns was going to be the second seed, and I picked Devin Booker for MVP. Again, people called me crazy, but look how things work out, you know, and so I think right now what the Suns are bringing and them going against the Nuggets, DeAndre Ayton is playing great defense against Jokic, who just won MVP, by the way. He's playing great defense against him. Chris Paul put up, I think, 16 points in the fourth quarter. You'd only got 12 sh- uh, shots from Devin Booker. So if your best player is only taking 12 shots and you win, you know, that easily, then the sky is only the limit for them. But the Clippers, they have Kawhi, and Kawhi is the top, for me, top five player in the game. Yeah. Because he's giving it to you on both ends, and he's scoring. He's getting to his spots. And if Paul George can play like an all-star, give you 24. Because for me, Paul George, if we talk about talent-wise, it's probably a top 10 talent in the league. He's just never consistent. He's six eight six nine. They can guard almost every position with handle, that can shoot, that has vision. But he has to play like that every night. If he plays like that every night, the Clippers, to me, are coming out the West. So you're you're a Philly yeah. kid. So you're you're a boxing fan, right? I assume. Yes. Yeah. You're from uh, Philly. Watch, I'm getting back into boxing now. Yeah. Yeah. If you're from Philly, you have to be a boxing fan. I oh yeah. Just, <laughs> not because of Rocky, but just in general. Uh-huh. This is a great mm-hmm. boxing. I've been at the here. statue, man. Oh yeah. I've, been I've, I've only been to the statue when they moved it down. Mm-hmm. I, I try. I try working out on those steps, and I give you know the producers credit for making that look how it was because it wasn't that bad. It's it not that bad, right? I walked it. I was like, this is not that, that bad. bad. It depends on the workout you did. I did a crazy workout, but that's neither here nor there. You all, everybody <laughs> should experience working out on the steps and throw your fist up like Rocky. Absolutely, the best experience. Um, so what, what are you thinking? What are you thinking about um, about your boy Floyd and Logan Paul this weekend? I mean, you know, full disclosure, I didn't pay for it. And everybody that paid for it, I feel bad for you. I you paid know, for it. I, I, pay, I paid for it. Didn't even watch it. Huh. Oh, man, I, I feel <laughs> even worse for you. And I saw something where I think Showtime is giving out refunds. Like I knew what it was going to be. Yeah. Right? And I saw, first of all, shout out to Chad Ochocinco because he boxed. He did amazing. Yeah, he, he did. Got huh? dropped. He, got, he got dropped, but he literally stood right back up one second later. So, for me, he won that fight. But the Floyd and Jake Paul, I mean, Logan Paul, Logan disappointed me. You know, all that training went out the window. And I know you're going against the greatest boxer, but you should have left it all out on there. I'm seeing there rumors that, you know, it was, you know, in the contracts that they couldn't knock out each other. I call BS. Yeah. I definitely call BS. Because for me, Logan, you know, yes, your name got hyped up, but I don't take you serious at all as a boxer. Yes, you're going to be a great prize fighter. You and your brother are going to be probably the top prize fighters, but you look like a bum boxing against Floyd. Like, I know Floyd is Floyd, but Conor McGregor looked 10 times better than oh, what Logan Paul did. There's no doubt. Logan Paul is 6'2", 200 pounds, and Floyd, like, it was. it's a full clip. I, I, I'm going to send it to you guys. Floyd hit him right in the chin. Yeah, I saw and You it, could yeah. see, and you can look at it like, Floyd was going for the knockout, and Logan was just leaning on him like Logan. Where is all that power and he that strength he was talking about? You all that stuff you was talking, it went out. It went out the window. Jake Paul saying Floyd is fifty and one. You're you're a side of yourself. Your brother got beat the hell up. The stats are crazy. He landed only thirteen percent of his punches, and he threw a hundred more. I mean, I don't know why people pay for it. I'm not paying for a Floyd exhibition at all. Because I know what I'm going to get. Floyd doesn't have now. Yes, he caught him, but Floyd doesn't have the knockout power anymore. So if he starts fighting guys that been in a you know boxing scene for five plus years, I'm not saying he's going to lose, but I'm just saying I don't know if Floyd's really knocking anybody out anymore. Also, Floyd Floyd wasn't really like a knockout artist. He was early most, in his career. He was yeah but toward, when he was like, when he was sugar, when he was uh, pretty boy. Yeah, when he was pretty boy, but like right at like 2006, seven, and that's when he started becoming more defensive. 
Yeah, exactly. And but not only that is that he knocked some guys out, but it was because he just gassed them out. Like he was, yeah. they were, they were he, oh, he gassed out Logan. Oh, oh for Logan sure, was, too much. Way man, too much I, I, and I'm not a but, but like he went, he did everything right. You go to the body, and he was killing him in the body, and he was catching Logan. Like I really wish Floyd would have moved out and just let Logan fall. Yeah, Floyd was having fun, man. Honestly, oh, the, he was. The, he, yeah, the way I see it was well. Well, look, the first two rounds, Floyd did not. I don't think Floyd threw a punch. I think one punch in the first two rounds. I mm-hmm. think he was just. Uh, yeah, I think personally, I think he was just analy- analyzing him or like giving him a or actually even giving him a shot. But mm-hmm. Floyd, let's be honest, the best defensive boxer of all time. Yeah. You, good luck hitting him. Okay. Uh, he he proved it uh, this you know this past fight and. Mm-hmm. Insane, and I have nothing else to say about Floyd. Uh, Logan Paul, clearly, he, he really lacked skill in that fight. Yeah, he, he was he, going against the greatest boxer of all time. No, and it's also in the contract that no no judges. Like, they knew what that fight was. But that's why I said it was entertaining for me because I'm expecting a knockout. The, the ounce gloves, I think it was 10 or 12 ounce gloves. You can, It was only knockouts, no judges. I'm going there. They said, they, uh, he said, I hope everybody's entertained. I sure as hell wasn't. I wasted three hours of my life. I'm thank God I didn't pay for it. I There's, expected a knockout. The listen, undercards I, were better than this. Yeah. I thought the Ultra Cinco fight was more entertaining than that. It fight. was. Oh, the Ultra Cinco <laughs> fight was amazing for it a guy a that fight, yeah. Ultra Cinco held his own against a guy that does bare knuckle UFC. I love how after Ultra exactly. Cinco was like, I'm a street fighter. Like, okay, well. <laughs> you didn't show you didn't show so, much of that there, Ocho. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, yeah. The, what do we think? Sorry. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, what do we think of the of the Julio Jones trade, and is are are the Titans actually going to win this mm. time around? He came out; he's gonna oh, wear yeah. no, he's gonna wear number two. Oh, that's yeah. that's tough. Uh, and I saw he declined AJ Brown. He let AJ Brown keep number eleven. I think that's you know that's great right there. Sure. I wanted him to go to the Patriots. The Patriots are my dark horse, and I feel like if he went there, they would have been a favorites for me to come out to AFC. I knew he was going to the AFC, not NFC. I like what they have over there in Tennessee. I feel like their defense still is a question mark right now. But offensive-wise, you know, you lost your tight end. You lost a wide receiver, but you bring in Julio. I mean, let's be honest. When Julio's healthy, he's a top three wide receiver. Him, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, have fun trying to beat these guys. Ryan Tannehill, do your job. And they can, like, with the Bills, nobody expected the Bills to be an AFC championship last year because all they got was Stephon Diggs. Their defense was not the same like it was the year before. And right now I think the Tennessee Titans could have the same type of path. So let, let's 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 figure out that division. So the Texans forget about them. They're cooked. They're done. There's no forget way about they, them. Yeah. Um, forget Col- about the Jags. Uh yeah, forget about the Jags. I'm not I'm not I don't think Trevor Lawrence is gonna do much this year, but I do expect him to have a good Rookie season, like rookie of the oh, year me too. season. I yeah. think they can win maybe six games, five, six. Games. Yeah, like I'm looking like at a Justin Herbert performance. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe like maybe twenty, twenty-two touchdowns, with like mm-hmm. maybe fifteen interceptions, something like that. Um, but then it's between the Colts and the Titans, and the Colts. I like the Colts. Yeah, I like the Colts. Yeah, I li- I've been liking the Colts for years. I mean, it's gonna be tough. For, it's just gonna be tough to see what they what they can do, but against the Titans twice. But that's the, those are the games. Whoever wins those matchups, they're going to win the division. Because whoever wins the division is going to be like 10 and, 10, 6, 10, 10 and 7, whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're going to win, man. And the Colts are like a legit dark horse team this year. And I don't think people realize that. Oh, yeah. The, the Colts got significantly better, adding a better quarterback, you know, securing, you know, another O lineman after you want to retire, making the defense better. They got better on all fronts. 
So I feel like people, you know, are sleeping on their coats yet again, and they're going to wake up this year. Yeah, I'm I'm just skeptic, uh, skeptical of Wentz, man. I, listen, he's a good quarterback. The the big the big the big question mark with Carson Wentz it's his health. He stayed healthy if, last year. Yeah. If he can, and they got sacked more than anybody. <laughs> and if 14, he can hold up. Fourteen different. I just want to point this out. I and mean, you're not wrong. He, you know, he, he played terrible last year. Everybody talked about his health. He stayed healthy when he got sacked the most out of anybody. Hit the most out of anybody. And he had fourteen different starter offensive line units in sixteen games. Never, been, never been heard of. He had a different online unit almost every game. It's tough. No, man. no, no quarterback has ever had to deal with that. It's tough. And, and he can do nothing and with the bad O line. Who's he throwing to? What receivers are getting? We, and we had, exactly, getting, our receivers, separation. Our receivers were poop. Our plays. It was the same plays every single time. No, no, no different diversity with the play calling. He was set up for yeah. failure. He's going over there with the Colts. You got two guys that can give you a thousand yards. You got a great offensive line. You have proven wide receiver weapons. You got a head coach that you and him made magic together, and you were going to win an MVP if you didn't. You know, a guy didn't go helmet right to your knee and tear your ACL up. So hold on. So so you're not happy with Jalen Hurts taking over the job? I love Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts. I was a fan of Jalen Hurts in college, and we got we brought. See, Doug Peterson is going. I love you, Doug. You won us a championship, but your play call in the past two years have been terrible. We bring in, we bring in a, a Colts OC. He's the head coach. What he did the past couple of years with the Colts were amazing. Phillip Rivers, 4,000 yards, plus you had a 1,000-yard rusher. We brought in the uh, old OC from the Chargers, and look what he did with Justin Herbert. You're bringing all that with this quarterback. We bring in Devontae Smith. Offensive line gets healthy. I think Hurts is going to have 20-plus touchdowns, about 3,600 yards, maybe 10 touchdowns on the ground. I love Hurts. I'm looking forward for Cowboys and Eagles this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every year I look forward to watching a yeah. uh, smack on the Cowgirls. Except for the last, I don't know what happened. We was up 14-3, and they went on a 34-3 run. I bro- almost broke my TV by tanking. <laughs> that was terrible. Terrible. Man, it's, that, that division is so garbage. And as a Cowboys <laughs> fan, I love it. That's how bad I love it, too. Is. Defending champs, the Washington football team. It doesn't even make sense. Defending NFC East champs, Washington football team, when you have Terrible. you have the, uh, the Eagles who are two, three years removed from winning a Super Bowl. The Cowboys, mm-hmm. okay, they lost Dak. Like if Dak was there, I think I think everybody knows. That won the division, probably. Dak, yeah, the Definitely Cowboys won the division. division. Yeah, Dak is too good. Uh, it's t- it's a different division, man, and it's like the Giants mm-hmm. look good. I like the Giants. On paper, on paper, the yeah. Giants look good, except for Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, people keep hyping him up. He's not even a top twenty quarterback for me. And so Aww, everything, are, give the guys respect. The guys are good. Man, man. I, I can I can start listing quarterbacks, man. And okay, I'm go, taking them go. all over Daniel. I can go. start listing them by the name. You know. Okay, okay who would you who would you, who would you put ahead of Daniel Jones? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just curious to know what your list is. Mahomes, <laughs> Brady, Rogers, Wilson, Watson. Tannehill. I mean, is Deshaun Watson Baker, really going to put him in the picture here? Lamar Jackson. Baker, Lamar, yeah. Justin Herbert. Yeah. Derek Carr. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr. I Derek, put, Carr. I put Derek Carr. And it's not that I'm a hater on Derek Carr. Man, it's only Derek it's Carr only bought every year of his career, man. With it's, a, with a it's, coach that don't like him, and they keep and they keep making the team worse every year. And he threw for like four and a half thousand yards last year. It's not the thing about Derek Carr. It's not that I don't like him. It's that and when when I say I'd rather this quarterback than let's say when the whole Colin Kaepernick thing was going, I'm like, I, if I was a team, I wouldn't take Colin Kaepernick. And they're like, why not? I'm like, there's so many other quarterbacks I'd rather take that are going to do the job that he's going to take. I mean, and, and that he's going to that he's going to do. And they're like, would, at that point, Trubisky was like a year 
it was like his second. Trubisky's it was trash. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But like, listen, so his exact my example was we don't know what Trubisky was at that moment. He was still a rookie. We don't know what Trubisky is. He was a first round pick. So in that moment, I would rather take Trubisky over Kaepernick. In that moment, because Trubisky was a—he's a young guy. Like the same thing with Justin Herbert. He hasn't really proven anything. He looks—he looked great last year, but is he be- actually better than Daniel Jones? Way better. Daniel Jones has better weapons. We don't know. Daniel Jones has way better weapons. He had two years. He didn't get better his second year. Look at the stats. He's still throwing ten touchdowns. What do you mean better weapons? What receivers does Daniel Jones have over? Justin Herbert having Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is like Sharp. the most underrated receiver in, in the history Sharp. of the NFL. Give me, I will, give me Sharp is good. I, I, uh, I forget. I don't look at the golden. Uh, which I'm gonna call. I don't look at the Giants' weapons. But now listen. Now too, you actually. got Kenny Godaway. You got Evan. Ingram, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You got Sharp. Evan Ingram. Now he's a beast. And now. you got yeah, it's, it's a couple guys that I, I'm not. Barkley. Barkley stays healthy. Maybe different. Barkley. Yeah. It's another guy. I can't, I can't think of his name right now. But but and and you draft uh, the guy from Georgia. I mean the guy from Florida. Uh, Kadarius the, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, yeah. Th- he has all the weapons. And watch, he only throw 1,700 yards, 11 touchdowns. Well, we'll see what he does with Kadarius Tony this year because he's there. Are people, a lot of people are saying he's gonna he's gonna be like the sle- like sneakiest pick of this draft. Like oh, this the, wide receiver draft for me was like was nuts. It was beautiful. I don't understand how you didn't come out this draft any team drafting a wide receiver that couldn't have an immediate impact. Yeah, I had exactly. guys graded the fourth, fifth round that could you know start on some team. So uh, last point, and this was I was hated on this. We did our we did a live like uh, mock draft, and mm-hmm. I hated on Devontae Smith. Not that I hate the player, I just think that he is gonna get blown up like this fucking this Lysol paper. That's, this is what he looks like on Chad Johnson his, was playing. Chad Ochocinco was playing at one sixty and couldn't get touched. Chad Johnson was, was also was, six foot three with extension and. And, and a, that was and a during the hidden error. During the hidden error, he wasn't getting touched. Ty, uh, T.Y. Hilton don't get touched. It's a lot of small Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Well, Deshaun Jackson was, was going to be Hall of Famer. And he played just, in a hard hidden error. I just don't see it. I think that if what's-his-name was, um, uh, wasn't injured, I don't think Devontae Smith wins Heisman. I just There's a lot. Uh, that's, I mean, that's true. I mean, that's because Alabama, Waddell, they, yeah. have, they have seven stars on their team. Yeah, so the Alabama is an NFL team, right? It's, and Alabama could beat any CFL team, I think. Probably. Yeah, Quarterback's probably. never paying out, though, <laughs> except for Hurts. We'll see what Mac Jones. Man, I, I, I didn't like that pick at all. No? They, the guy that I wanted them to get, ironically, they got in the second round, Christian Baltimore, defense mm-hmm. tackle from Alabama. Because when I look at the Patriots, the reason why they're my dark horse, and I said if they got Julio, they're my favorite. They brought they, they got in six guys that returned from the COVID list last year that didn't play. You every single positional defense they checked the box. They added in uh Matthew Judon. You added in Van Noy. You got outside pass rushing. Now you bring in a guy in the middle for Barmore. The offense you added in four new wide receivers and two tight ends. All they did was improve. That's a good point. What do you think about the Ravens? What are the Ravens going to do this year? I mean, you know, my mom's side of their family is Ravens fans, and I can say this. Right now, is I, I'm blaming the offensive coordinator if this thing don't work. I don't understand. Get Lamar Jackson some wide receivers. You brought in Sammy Watkins. Uh, so, uh, Sammy Watkins. You you drafted Terrence of uh, Marshall, but I mean that, for me that's still not enough. And then when I look at what they lost on the defensive end, they have no more pass rushers. You traded for Ngakwe, he lose, he leaves. Judon leaves. Your best pass rushers are now old. I think if you don't have a pass rush, if you can't get after the quarterback in the NFL today, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle. And right now, the Ravens have the back end. 
they don't have consistent young pass rushers up there front. They all left the free agency. Well, they drafted uh, who they drafted? Jason Oway. No, Jason, Jason Oway from Penn State. You should know. But um, right now, what I want us to do is sign Justin Houston because he's still free agent, and I mm -hmm. think that's the move. He, and as soon he, as they signed to the Ravens, we messaged Des Walker and we're like, "Hey, get Justin Houston on the show." I would love that. Oh man, that'd be a great. I think you would. I think you would do the entire interview with a boner. Of course. I'm still mad they left. De they let Des Bryant go. Yeah, Des Bryant was, was killing them all. In practice. They didn't use him at all. They didn't want to pass. That's my problem with the Ravens. It's not on Lamar. It's on the coaching staff. Because Lamar won a Heisman for a reason. He has an arm. Y'all just call the same simple plays. And but maybe, bring but no maybe they know. So maybe they the see lane. something in Lamar that we don't see. That they see like maybe they don't trust that he can make all those throws. I don't know. I'm just. I like Lamar. I'm. A, I'm a fan. I was a hater of him coming into the league, but I'm sold. I, th I think he's a great player. But maybe they, they see something. Back, man, that's going. The team going to struggle if they keep holding back. But the, I don't. Want, I don't think Mike, they're. I don't think Mike they're holding Vick, back. They just let Mike Vick go. You just gotta let. With your great players, you have to let them go. You keep trying to put them in a box. Like their offense is predicated on running two out of the three times. But so I if don't, I get you in third and twelve. I, I got you beat. Yeah, I got the true. Ravens beat. If it's third and thirteen, I got them beat because the coaching staff don't trust the wide receivers to give me, you know, a post. Don't trust the wide receivers to give me a dig because they do the simple routes and they have no weapons. Hollywood Brown shouldn't be a team's number one. Willie Sneed should not be a team's number yeah. one. That that had to be addressed. So I, I I don't think I think that when John Harbaugh in the first year, I mean, we saw what Lamar Jackson did his rookie year, right? It was unreal. Um, John Harbaugh told him, "Is like you, you do you, and we'll build everything around you." Mm -hmm. Now it looks like they've built it, and now they're kind of adjusting. And it's like you let the guy do what he knows how to do. The only thing was with that style of quarterback we saw with Kaepernick, we even saw with Michael Vick in his sophomore year, is that people get figured out. Even Cam Newton, people get figured out really quickly, so they have to adjust. And he has to, he has to. Uh, make more throws out of the pocket to show mm -hmm. to show his guys, his coaches that he's going to be able to that he's be able to to get it downfield, and maybe they'll invest the money in a number one receiver next year. Odell Beckham wants to get out of Cleveland, it looks like. So, I mean, why not go after a guy like ODB? Yeah. That'd be great. They, I mean, yeah. Od Odell still is better than anything they got over there. In yeah, exactly. Let, it's let, always an improvement. Let's just be real. Like, well, we're I, all, well. Well, right now we're working with young receivers. Yeah, we have Marquise Brown, who's going to be in his Hollywood. fourth year. He's not a number one though. He, he's a he's and a we guy drafted Rashad Bateman. Rashad okay, Bateman. Right. Okay, and I say this: I love the wide receivers you drafted. Earlier we were talking about the wide receiver draft. I love all the wide receivers you drafted, but they just better have an immediate impact. We'll see. It's a tough fucking so. division with Big Ben. Oh, it's, it's Big a, Ben back. The Steelers looking well, good. I don't know about the Steelers. Oh, the Browns. They're winning the, Browns, the division at least. Steelers, the are winning, Steelers are winning the division. Browns winning 12 to 13 games easy. Oh, man, I, I hope the Browns do well, man. I was happy, actually happy that they won a playoff game finally. Oh, me too. I mean, I, I predicted that was going to happen, but not the way it did. Oh, the, the Steelers went out so sad. <laughs> they hit the sickest so jerseys. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, all right, Chris, man, that was awesome. I mean, I, fuck, we could talk about football. We haven't spoken about football in a long time, Alex. We yeah, I know. I can't yeah. wait till the season comes up, man. We're going to have a lot to discuss. Oh, yeah, for sure. Fuck, we'll talk about the Cowboys beating the Aaron Rodgers not going to be a Packer probably by the time the season starts. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll be an Eagle at Broncos. <laughs> oh, I mean, we, we had we, – oh, the Broncos. Real quick, I wanted him to go to the Broncos yeah. or the 49ers so bad. You had all that draft value you could have gave The Niners, the they fucked up, man. They fucked up. Oh, my God, they so stupid. I, the Packers are stupid, too. The Broncos as well, but the Packers, you just mm, – mm. yeah. yeah. Jordan Love. Not a fan. 
Uh, Alright, man. Well, I mean, this episode again brought to you by Mike's PBQ Rub MTL. Visit Mike's PBQ Rub MTL.com and use Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off the entire site. Uh, also, exclusively, this, ep- this episode, because Chris is on, uh, it's brought to you by Hot Streak. Hot Streak. So go to Hot Streak, download the app. If the, your, your initial deposit is matched uh, as a bonus. Uh, you bet two, th- two to three players minimum. You bet between a dollar and ten dollars uh, every 180 seconds if they're going to get an assist, a point, a rebound, uh, whatever. Any any increment of points in the next 180 seconds, and you win money. I'm already up. Chris is going to become a millionaire off of this, guaranteed. <laughs> uh, use hot sauce for the promo code, or you don't get that bonus. Hot sauce for the promo code. Hot Street app on the App Store. I appreciate it, Chris. That was awesome, man. Where can they reach you? Oh, yes, you can find me on Instagram at Twitter at SportsW underscore Chris. SportsW underscore Chris. I have a weekly podcast also on All Sports, All Plays Network on Facebook every Monday and Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Good stuff. Alex, as usual, I appreciate it, buddy. Peace.